Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Mm-hmm. Look who's back in the studio. <laughs> You're just going to start it like that? Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's do it. Let's go. That's how we're going to start it? Okay, go ahead. Let me make sure our levels are good, though. Okay. And I got the tea here because it's another late night episode. It's not even late night. Honestly, well, that's it's the first thing I want to say. I want to talk about this this whole, uh, um, what do you call it? Daylight saving thing? Daylight DST, whatever they're calling these. It, honestly, it's like the worst idea ever. And the reason it's even started was for something that happened like back in world war one which doesn't affect us or doesn't really apply to us anymore like do you know why daylight saving even started are you checking it right now it's because uh they wanted to conserve energy yeah for coal because they used to use coal back in the day coal production for, for their energy yeah so that was the only reason they started daylight saving because they wanted people to use less uh energy you know what i thought it meant what to help with like to give us longer hours of daylight so that we don't get seasonal depression. Actually, it's the opposite. We get people get more sick because of daylight saving. Because yeah, apparently it, gets it throws off faster? like mm-hmm. oh. no, because it throws off your mm-hmm. your like your body's biological, biological clock exactly. Mm-hmm. And like people have actually had like heart conditions because of it. By the way, welcome back to the 29th episode of the Cousin Connection Podcast. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're actually getting really good at that. No? We are. We are. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So like there are people who get like heart conditions from it. People who for get waking up early. No, just that one hour difference can like That's lead. That's a little dramatic. It's like a though. small thing that it's like the butterfly effect. Like a small thing leads to something larger. So you're telling me waking up an hour earlier or an hour later really affects someone's health? Like they get a heart disease because of that? Search it up right now. There are people who get like actual issues because of it. Of course, it could be that whole like correlation versus causation <laughs> argument. What? What? Can you get heart disease from brushing your own teeth? From not brushing from your teeth? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. Honestly, maybe I could see it. You know, Can you get heart disease in your mouth? From, from waking up an hour earlier? Just search. Just search. Uh, side saving? effects of daylight saving okay fine i should have the laptop man you, want, you want me to bring it no no no, no. Okay. You it. it's it's funnier if i just make fun of you while you're <laughs> <laughs> oh wait i forgot what? my phone yeah see so right there this includes wait, what is this you include upticks in heart motor problems. vehicle collisions that yeah. makes sense okay guys yeah on my way here there was a lot of traffic and mm-hmm. i noticed that when i was on the highway the moon looked so beautiful and I kept looking at it that I was like, whoa, my car is swerving. I need to pay attention to the road. So I'm like, oh, maybe everyone was watching the moon and got into an accident. Well, like, it's like not that related to be, daylight saving. Though. Yeah, because because the it's night yeah. time sooner. Yeah. And they're like, wow, the moon looks so beautiful. And then, you know, distracted driving. But yeah, it does it. say here, motor mm-hmm. vehicle collision. So Yeah. And it makes sense. Yeah, because people are just not used to it being that time. Like today, I woke up. Uh, it was what? It went back an hour or something, and like it was up at seven thirty. 
Yeah, exactly. I was <laughs> I was up earlier, and I don't know. Just I just whole day has just been felt. It yeah. feels off. Yeah. I don't know what it is about it. Like, literally, it was five five thirty, and I felt tired. I was trying to like read a book to pass the time while I was waiting for Sarah to get here, and I legit started falling asleep trying to read my book. Even though it's like a really good book, I started reading. I started reading Dune after watching the movie, which is a really good movie. If you've seen it, if you haven't seen it yet, go out and watch it. I'll it's on. Watch it's it. free on HBO Max. So. And if you like bootleg and stuff, it's probably high res on there too. <laughs> well, honestly, it's a really good movie. Like Dune itself has mm-hmm. inspired like a lot of the sci-fi movies that you see uh, these days. It heavily, th- I found out the reason I actually really connected with Dune when I watched it, because I knew nothing about it before this, mm. only after watching the first movie, the reason I wanted to get that book and the reason I connected with it is because George Lucas, who actually made Star Wars, was highly... Uh, inspired by the story of Dune and like took some of the elements from Dune and used it to build his Star Wars galaxy, his Star Wars story. Oh, is Dune like not a new... No, no, no. Dune has been out, the book has been out for more than 40, 50 years. Whoa. Yeah. And it's and it's weird, like now that I'm reading it, it's, it's weird when you read something that was made 50 or 60 years ago, but you could see it being written today. And like how like forward thinking a lot of authors and book writers are out there. And like you realize because because you when you realize that this was actually written 50, 60 years ago, you're like, oh, now I see how like how much this has inspired people mm. to make other things that I like. And that's why I like this. So I went out and got the actual book and now I'm reading the book. And uh, so I like the book. That's not the reason I started getting tired. That's what the point I was trying to make. Yeah. It was because just the time it's something felt off. The sun goes down a lot earlier. Yeah. So it just throws you off and you feel like icky uh, that's how I <laughs> but i also like maybe it'll help you mm-hmm. like it'll help you also become more of a morning person because it's it, the daylight starts sooner right so like i was awake at 7 30 and i was mad at myself like why yeah. am I awake so early on a sunday ew yeah I, I already try to wake myself up early like, but i have the like uh what do you call those the uh uh blackout curtains so mm-hmm. like if i don't if i if i don't if i don't open those yeah. i could sleep there's times where i accidentally like i i turned off my alarm and i meant to wake up at a certain time like on the weekend yeah. and i'll have the blackout light curtains i don't know what's going on i go back to sleep oh five ten minutes <laughs> i wake up and then at first because i have the blackout curtains i don't know what time it is i look at my clock and i i legit as sometimes i don't believe it it'll be like 11 o'clock <laughs> be like what how did i sleep for another two hours after sleeping already for like seven eight hours and then I open up the windows and it's full daylight. And at that point, you feel like, okay, I just wasted the whole day. Even though yeah, it's only 11 o'clock. And some people are like, I don't even wake up till 1 o'clock. Like for me, I know, I if feel I like wake up that morning. late, I feel like trash. I woke up at 7, mm-hmm. 30. And then I was like, no, let me try to go back to sleep. And you know when you like, once you wake up and you try to go back to sleep, even though you're tired, it's just not good quality. Yeah. You're just like in bed for the sake of being in exactly. bed. Exactly. So I slept like that for another like hour. Then I woke up, but I was like awake, still in my bed. Yeah. And then um, around like 10, I was like, it was like 9.50. Mm-hmm. So I was like, still kind of early, like mm-hmm. one more hour. Do you have the blackout curtains too? I don't. I have the little like the shutter thingies. Yeah. So does sunlight seep into your room? No. Like if I close them, yeah. like, if it's firmly closed, yeah. I'm, it's like pitch black in my room. But mm-hmm. sometimes I'll forget because during the day I'll open them. Yeah. And you know, that that's the worst feeling is like forgetting to close them mm-hmm. at night. Yeah. 
and then it's so bright in the morning so mm-hmm. that's exactly like the sun was just like we gotta get we gotta invest in those like automatic blind opener openers I know. Uh, for you it'd probably be the one that rolls it up for me it'd be like the one yeah. that slides because they're actually one you can get it hooks up onto the pole i've seen them you set it for a certain time i think you can like connect it with your google alarm whatever yeah or whatever alarm you have and it will open the blinds at I've that time it. as well of course, now it doesn't matter with daylight saving because when you wake up for work or whatever, it's yeah. still going to be dark out, so it doesn't even bring in any light. Uh, No, the sun will probably rise by like six. Will it rise seven? earlier now? Because like when I, like last week, the week yeah. before, I would leave for work at like oh, 6.30 yeah, and it was yeah, pitch yeah, black. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. dang, it's kind of scary. Yeah, so the sun will actually be waking up, coming up earlier, but mm. uh, it'll be going down later. Earlier. I mean, earlier. Oh, yeah. I'm getting it mixed up here. It's rising, early, yeah. rising earlier and setting earlier, mm-hmm. too. Okay. Here, one second. I forgot my, my note phone. Where's it? Again? Oh, oh no, right my here, tea. It's right here. It's right here. Oh, it's right there. Okay, okay. We're good. We're good. <laughs> Almost spilt the tea there. I know. Your bowl of tea. <laughs> Literally, not figuratively. <laughs> okay, here. Let's start. Let's really get into it here. Um I'm just going to bring out my notes real quick. Okay. Is it on Google Notes? Google? Yeah. Oh, on the geez, did I delete page? everything from here? On the Cousin <gasps> Connection page? No, no, no. On, on my phone, own? which we're actually using as a camera right now. <laughs> okay, sign into your thing here. Hold on. Huh? You can just sign on to your thing. Can you I sign on to my thing? Yeah, yeah. Hold on. Brief intermission. Yo, you know what I found out recently? What? You know why? Okay, so if you don't know this, uh, recently... I've had this issue with my Netflix where every time I want to watch something, it immediately Wait, goes. Is that when you change the password? Yeah. <laughs> Literally, we don't use your account though. Because <laughs> I, I I remembered, I was like, I can see who logs in, right? So every time I would log into Netflix and start watching something, it would start in Spanish and <laughs> Spanish uh, subtitles. Every time, no matter if I stopped it and started it five minutes later, immediately go to Spanish. And I checked my account. I was like, uh, it, the default language is English. I was like, what's happening here and i don't know why i never looked into it until now Mm -hmm. but um was there someone signing on yeah i checked i checked where it was and it was like in the middle of argentina someone was using yo Mm -hmm. how did someone i don't know i think because it was using my uh old hotmail account like when i was like literally (laughs) from 2012 which i haven't (laughs) used the only account i've ever used it on was netflix because i had i have i'm an og netflix user i had it since 2012 even though it was like in before that, but when Wait, they so first started their streaming. just randomly like. Yeah, someone found it or they started, they got my password and they've been using it since. I'm really trying to put in this password while talking. Yo, in mm-hmm. Argentina, that's so random. Like I'm actually just thinking about that because we literally, when did I come over? Was it last week? Um, last week, right? Oh, shoot. One second. Okay, so let's actually get into the topics that I had written down. I don't know if you had any written down, Sarah. But uh, I'm no, going to just mention a couple of things. And we actually talked a little bit about it anyway. So we'll, we'll get okay. to that one too. Okay. Um, so I don't know if you know about this. The first thing I want to talk about was, I don't know. Have you heard about um, Facebook changing its name recently? To like Meta or something? Like yeah, Meta. So Facebook's name is now Meta. And a lot of people are confused on exactly what that meant. It doesn't mean that Facebook, like the actual site that people are using, is going to change. Mm-hmm. That still stays as Facebook. But the company who owns Facebook, it used to be the same name as it used to be called Facebook, is now going to be called Meta. So like similar to how like um, Google um, is Google is like the is is a company within a bigger company called Alphabet. 
Alphabet owns Google. If that makes sense. I didn't know you that. didn't know that, right? <laughs> so yeah. So that's how it works essentially. Well, uh, at least now, but in um, Facebook's version. Okay. But uh, they recently had like a presentation for something called Metaverse. Do you know what Metaverse is? Nope. So it's basically like think about it. Like, uh, have you ever watched the movie Ready Ready Player One? Hmm. No. <laughs> okay. So Ready Player One was essentially I've like heard of it though. It's re- essentially it's about like uh, it's almost like a dystopian world. Mm. But everybody kind of lives their lives in a virtual world, similar to like the Matrix, Mm -hmm. but you voluntarily join it. Like you voluntarily put on the headset, the virtual headset, you put on some like gloves and stuff and you can like join this uh, digital world. Yeah, this VR world Mm -hmm. where you can interact with other people. Right. And Facebook's like, bet I'll do that. So they literally made a Yeah, they made a thing. So they're like, oh, everybody's working from home these days. So why don't we make like virtual environments? And then, like, people can interact with each other in these virtual environments. So, like, their uh, example was having um, a group of them put on, like, the headsets. Mm -hmm. And they would have, like, a meeting together in this virtual world. Could they see each other? Yeah, and they could see each other in that virtual world. With the headsets on. Yeah, with the headset on. And, like, there was actually one that was, like, it looked like a hologram of an actual person. So, maybe, like, that person using a camera and that camera is, like, digitally putting them into this world as well. But as themselves. But if you're wearing the headset, you have like an avatar that you use and you can like customize your avatar, what they're wearing, what they look like, all of that stuff. Like it's getting to some next level stuff. That's doing too much. But but that raises a question. So my question was like, eventually, will our digital lives become more important than our real lives? I feel like it already has. It already has at some point, right? Mm. That's, what, that's what I'm trying to get at because, or that's what I was thinking as well. Mm. Because if you think about it, like, we were talking about people like faking it on the gram or like faking it on whatever site. Like you can, as long as you present yourself in a certain way, like, and no one close to you can really call you out for it or no one close to you does call you out for it. Mm-hmm. You can kind of get away with saying you're whoever you are. Like you can say I'm a millionaire by just flexing all these cars and this jewelry and people in the back end don't know that you're just renting those cars. <laughs> you're renting that house. You're renting the jewelry. Yeah. You're renting everything yeah. to like, showcases lifestyle that you can't really afford mm-hmm. but you just people think you can and mm-hmm. almost and it sometimes it works to the point where people fake it for so long you know how they say like fake it till you make it yeah where they fake it for so long that they literally start actually monetizing it and making money from the fact that they were faking it to begin with yo let me get on that <laughs> <laughs> yeah but do you think that th- right now like just hearing what i mentioned with the facebook metaverse mm-hmm. is that something you could see yourself ever getting into getting into I mean, personally, in my in mm-hmm. the my my the company that I work for right now, yeah. like they're really pushing for us to come back to the office, like full time. <laughs> yeah, like we're, we're doing part time right now. Yeah. but uh, you know, at the end of the day, their goal is to come back full time, probably like within the, the first couple weeks of the new year. Yeah, seeing like how um, COVID goes and stuff. Yeah, but um, I think depending on the company you work for, if they're more of like a forward thinking and and they mm-hmm. are really heavily reliant on technology and they use that to their advantage i think mm-hmm. i think that yeah I w- you'd kind of be forced to get into it right because yeah but but the thing is what i mentioned was more of like a work environment but this can be like leisure too yeah this can be for leisure <laughs> imagine as well. us like hanging out through this virtual world literally because if you think about it we're already moving to a point where you're kind of living just, a very individualistic individual I have life to say, like i have to life. say what? we've been doing this since don't you remember we used to hang out on Hebel hotel <laughs> 
<laughs> oh yeah yo i, I legit legit <laughs> exactly so we're already primed for it we already yeah. like kind of have the like like we it won't be that much of a jump for us to do something like that yeah like shout out to anyone who ever used to have a hotel but mm-hmm. like um how about like xbox live or playstation whatever yeah live. people already interact online almost exclusively at this point yeah i think the only like i think it's weird though if mm-hmm. i'm like hey you want to hang out let's go virtual bowling mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you see your but avatars. how about if it gets to the point where virtual bowling mm-hmm. is even more oh shoot sorry <laughs> why did i say sorry <laughs> you broke you hit your mic (laughs) but like because you're thinking about it like you're thinking of the limits of Mm. this life Mm. essentially when it comes to bowling like when you think of virtual bowling you're like why would i go to like a virtual bowling alley where i can just but like Mm. a virtual a virtual bowling alley can be whatever you want you can be in the middle of like rainbow road Uh, do you know what rainbow road is you you gotta stop with sorry these references i gotta stop. <laughs> of like things that i literally have no idea but you know what it's okay educate me what remember, is remember remember um mario kart yeah remember there was that road that was like a rainbow a rainbow and yeah. there was like no blockers on the side so yeah. it was like extra hard yeah. think of that but like as a bowling alley and you and your friends can be it or a virtual go karting where you can literally be in the game of mario kart virtually and now that play, would be sick exactly so you're not limited by like the 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 um but why wouldn't you just go to like an arcade you're to, with to do in that? real life what why, why wouldn't you just go to an arcade to do that because in an arcade like you you can't you can't actually take shells and throw them at each other and explode your car oh but virtually you can't just saying like a true vr experience yeah a true vr experience so you're saying that like it's going to become so normal that we're all going to just have it in our house yeah to the point where it's like why would i go to like a physical track when i can go virtually in this track and still get all the same type of sensations because i don't know if, have you ever tried vr no so vr oh, wait. You, got, yeah? you know what i think i don't know if this is considered vr this mm-hmm. is like so random okay yeah don't ask me why i did it yeah but like a long time ago when i was in the states my aunt's friend yeah. took hannah like my cousin hannah and i to this like airspace museum mm-hmm. <laughs> oh that thing we went on this like plane thing i know what you're talking where about we had to like fly the like yeah. we had the big screen it looked it felt like we yeah. were in and the thing was moving mm-hmm. and we couldn't figure out how to like work it so we were like upside down <laughs> <laughs> but it didn't actually turn you upside down did it yeah we were oh really we were, okay like, actually, yeah and the thing is like the the thing is empty right yeah. we're legit screaming mm-hmm. we're like get us out of <laughs> helping us yeah like, we're strapped in but we're yeah. upside down it was i remember that and i was like so mad that no mm-hmm. one helped us but, but think about how long ago was that oh like oh way or like maybe 15 20 and think about like 15 that was the technology from 15 20 (laughs) years ago think about the technology these days like i've used vr recently like it's gotten so good it's still not perfect of course Mm -hmm. it still has a lot of work to go on but with the with the uh, like uh what do they call the expansion and the um the growth of technology recently yeah before what used to take like 20 years it may take like one or two years to develop and like um grow upon so that technology at this point is probably 200 times better and when i put on the headset recently when i was testing out vr like you actually feel like you're in that world there's one like test i was at um my cousin's uh house uh hassan's house and he had like the vr oh, headset. yeah i was gonna say doesn't he have yeah one? he had yeah, one yeah, yeah. and we it would like you would put it on and of course it can figure out like, like which suit? space you're in. No, no, no. It's like a headset, just oh. a straight headset. It has oh. two controls for your hands, right? Okay, okay. And 
you put it on and you get into like an elevator, a virtual elevator. It takes you up to the top floor. Do you feel like you're moving? Or? The thing, when, you, when the elevator opens and you have to walk out on a plank, that's when you really feel it. Like you're looking down and you actually get like the vertical feeling. Really? Yeah, like looking over a cliff or <gasps> looking over some type of, um, uh, yeah, cliff, I guess, in a way. Yeah. Uh, or edge. Yeah. And at one point, like the board, I knew it was going to happen. What happened? You don't hear that? No. What's happening? I don't know if it's a TV, but it like uh, I sound like a race car was driving by. Oh, yeah. yeah there's people in the neighborhood. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, what was I saying? But like when the when the plank broke, it actually felt for a second like you were falling. Did you like fall in real life? Yeah. And I didn't fall in real life because like oh. I knew it was going to happen. Oh, okay. But I was actually like to the point where it took me probably five minutes to actually step out because I was scared of, because I knew what was going to happen, right? But I was scared of, of the anticipation of it actually happening. It. You know it would be like so fun to try? What? Uh, like a virtual reality, like haunted house. Nah, you would not last a second in that. Setup. I know I wouldn't, but I would. Have I, you seen those videos of the people who were trying like virtual reality and they actually <laughs> think they're in the room. So they try running in virtual reality oh, shoot. and they run straight into a wall. Oh, shoot. <laughs> or some of them will be in the house and on the house you can connect it to your TV so people can see what you're seeing. Yeah, yeah. And the person will run towards the TV and oh, break the TV. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen that. <laughs> Yeah, I so it's getting to the point where uh, people can't really distinguish between um, like real life and their own se- real sensations and the, and the sensations the games are trying to like. That's feed scary, you. though. Yeah, and and it's only gonna get better, right? But I kind of don't like that though because I feel like the more um, the more like mm-hmm. prevalent it becomes, yeah, the like the less we'll want to be together in person yeah and we're really pushing this individualistic mm -hmm. society i don't like that well i feel like at this point it's like it's like the snowball like you can't not snowball what is it when something you can't just stop i guess you could say like snowball it's already started to build up it's built up very slowly and at this point it's already it's it's nothing's going to be able to stop it i feel like eventually Mm -hmm. it's going to go there no matter how much you try and fight it Mm -hmm. we're just part of that generation that knew a time before that Mm -hmm. so we we feel that like uh, loss of that community feeling or like, don't being you miss groups of people that the kind barbecues of thing. we used to host yeah like, yeah but do just, kids even do sleepovers anymore or do they just like let's just stay up all night on facetime or whatever the hell i'm sure are. they do it but i'm at those sleepovers or whatever instead of like uh maybe talking to each other playing games that kind of stuff i think a lot of them are just playing games like virtual like Fortnite or whatever games they're playing these days together i don't like that huh but that's how that's how things are going right so i feel like, like even though for us it might seem like all of this is a little crazy, mm. the the next generation and the generation after that is going to be easier and even easier to the point where to them it's like not even a thought. It's like, of course I'm going to make live my whole life virtually. It's like, why would I need to go out somewhere when I can have like these crazy experiences right in this headset at my house where it doesn't cost me as much? But that's just ruining the experience of real life. Like, mm-hmm. instead of going on vacation, someone's going to be like, let me pop on my VR headset yeah. and go on a virtual vacation. Mm-hmm. Like, get out of here. Go Have you ever I'd- watched uh, Black Mirror? Yes. Yeah. I yeah. know what episode you're talking There's about. There's a lot of Black Mirror episodes that yeah. cover this type of yeah. virtual reality. And there was one Black Mirror episode that really made me think, it's like, okay, this is where I can see it really works, is there was one Black Mirror episode where um, there are el- el- elderly people 
And as they get older and they, they're not able to function as much, they can't move around as much, they're in a home at this point. They put them into a virtual world. They put their consciousness into like a virtual world and they live their life out in wherever they want. Like, let's say they grew up in the 70s. Did I see this episode? Maybe it did. Maybe you did. I'm not sure. familiar. But like in this episode specifically, I don't know if I'm spoiling it. Like, I won't spoil it actually. I'll just mention the basic premise of what they were doing. But um, there was a woman who grew up in the 70s or 80s mm-hmm. and she was very nostalgic for those times, right? So... Oh, shoot. Sorry, your screen just went up. So when they put her head, her consciousness into this VR world, she chose to live the rest of her life in the 80s. So like this 80s style, um, almost think of it like a Sims world. Well, but you're in the body? world. Like her physical, she's just Well, there she's old. She, she, at that point, they're like, they're so old that they can't really do much for themselves. So it's almost like when you, like, don't you ever feel bad for the people who live in the, um elderly homes they can't really do much for themselves people just come here they feed them they -hmm. change them they wash them and that's basically their life until they pass away okay maybe i did see this episode so they were they were trying to give them like an escape yeah yeah Mm, i still don't know how i feel about it though. well like okay so like what are you like are you for it for me it's because we have to remember that we have we live in a very different world than a lot of people because we still we're only first generation youth right so we still have a lot of that family did you call us youth i can say uh, first generation kids whatever uh, we're youth? We're still youth. <laughs> but we still have a lot of those like like we have a lot of family bonds we have a lot of yeah. family in general yeah and i feel like we'll still have that for a while but even in our first generation we're not having as many kids as they used to you know that's true we're not living in close proximity like we used to yeah. Uh, a lot of people are moving out. They're not really thinking about the community. They're like, okay, at what's this point, best you can't. Yeah, what's best for me? Individualistic and, life. So I'm telling but you. But the thing is that you almost have no choice, especially like we always talk about this in Toronto. It's like you have no choice but to move further away from everyone because mm. there's no, you can't live out here unless you live in like an apartment of some sort. But a lot of people want to have that classical uh, house with, uh, you know, three bedrooms, blah, 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 two garage door, all that stuff. But in order to have that these days, you have to move out further. And by moving out, moving out further, you're, you're going to be further away yourself. from family. You're, yeah. you're going to be isolating yourself. But that's the choice you have to make, right? And I feel like a lot that choice may have been more to stay within closer proximity but live in maybe smaller space. But people are make, now moving to make more of the choice of for moving further out for more of a, a comfortable slash like um, um, spacious living space room or space or whatever you mean whatever i'm trying to say um yeah i mean i think at the end of the day like um when people mm-hmm. when you're like looking to buy a house <laughs> no one's gonna want to buy a house that's a that's a size of a shoebox if it was up to them right like mm-hmm. they want more space so that in the in the future if you have kids like they have room to grow and mm-hmm. and all of that so like i understand it but i'm just I really like togetherness. Yeah. I don't like, which is funny because now I feel like we can really see our differences Mm -hmm. because I know like when we first started this podcast, it was like in the middle of the pandemic, like we were very much so in our very, like in our individual worlds, lives, whatever, like Mm -hmm. everyone was doing everything virtually at Mm -hmm. home alone. And I was okay with that. I think I got used to that and I was comfortable with it. And Mm -hmm. I, I remember I was telling you, like I was developing this, like, uh introverted personality which i'm not i'm I'm not an introvert like that's Mm -hmm. never been me and now that i'm thinking about it i'm like 
like yeah being being alone was nice for like two mm-hmm. years but can we go back to like <laughs> mm-hmm. you adapted to the times but now you're realizing when things are opening up that like maybe you can revert back to your regular yeah. self yeah like mm-hmm. doing the podcast through zoom last week mm-hmm. i was so sad <laughs> like i didn't enjoy that yeah i really didn't so like mm-hmm. even coming here like doing mm-hmm. this in person like i'm actually enjoying this yeah part. yeah because you're having that more the human touch like human yeah. interaction yeah right even just being in the same room as someone else is like different yeah but and that's just how we feel like i was trying to get back to it. that's how we feel because we yeah. grew up in this right but okay but even if you were to ask like our parents generation mm-hmm. a thousand they'd be like why would we do virtual oh no, no i'm talking about future generations like oh. things are moving so fast like technology is moving fast mm-hmm. but i feel like human development it just are how we um you think it's slowing down live is no it's it's also growing with it's changing fast with technology okay okay like uh um, the rate that we're developing the rate mean? that we're developing and the way the rate we're like yeah i feel like the rate that we're developing is also increasing because of technology and we're willing to kind of like um take advantage of te- technology we're, we're adopting it a lot more quicker yeah than maybe people would have in the past i mean at like at our point, like our past generation. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was just gonna say uh, because sometimes we feel like we kind of have to. Yeah, and because that's just the way things are moving, and people don't want to really go against the tide, right? They kind of mm. rather just move with the tide. I mean, and COVID and getting vaccinated has taught us that uh, people are okay with going against the tide. Yeah. So, so maybe that whole anti-vax thing is more of a uh, a bigger. I mean, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It. Yeah. There's something bigger behind it. Like yeah. it's not. It's not, not exactly against, just like, the anti-vaccine. Of right. course, they might be. It might look like they're misleading, and for the most part, they are. At least, for my opinion. Um, but I feel like there's something bigger there that's kind of slowly. If, if if we look deeper into it, it wouldn't only be about the anti-vaccine. There's like yeah. a, something else deeper there. I, I, maybe we can explore another time if I think about it more. I need to think about something like that. We gotta find an anti-vaxxer to come on our show. Yeah, but not not specifically for anti-vax. Just like why people are starting to uh, because they don't want to be pushed back against things that seem so um, innocent at first. Here's the thing: I think that you know um, everyone knows that like there are uh, a lot of things that are hidden. Mm-hmm. within people in power like people in power have a lot of secrets you know mm-hmm. and i f- I find that some of the shows that are uh, like out there mm-hmm. kind of expose some of these things and people are like oh it's just a tv show but there's some truth behind some of yeah. those some of the shows right so um when something like getting vaccinated and it's by the masses like the whole world is is mm-hmm. encouraging you to get vaccinated yeah there are people who are critical thinkers and they're like but why why mm-hmm. do we need, and apparently there's this like video circulating with but the, uh, but at the same point a critical thinker would ask the question why but then when they get their answers they would accept the answer but now people they'll ask why and when you give them an answer they don't accept it yeah if it's not what they if, um, if it's not what they uh, what, what if it doesn't go with the preconceived thought that they already had about mm. it then they're immediately going to reject it and say oh you're like telling me fake news or blah blah, blah that kind of thing right so it's good to be a critical thinker and to like to question to question things. things, but when people start giving you the answers and they give you all the evidence that you need and show you like, okay, this is why this here, and they go into a- as much detail as you need, and then you choose to still say that they're either lying or or just choose to not believe it, then at that point it's like, okay, so what's what's your motive here? 
But, you know, it's, it's also human to just, um, with the amount of things that, well, not with, with the amount of, like, um, misleading information we've been given in the past. Yeah. And no with trust. the, like, lies and lack of trust that we've been uh, provided by the government, mm-hmm. it makes sense that people are like, you know what, no matter what you say, I'm not going to trust you. Even if my own family tells me all <laughs> the evidence, I'm still not going to trust it. I'm just going to leave it as it is. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. that's just the rise of the conspiracy theorists too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so I don't know. It, it, I feel like this is all leading to something. Everything like this whole metaverse thing, and it can go one of it's two leading ways. Leading to the end of the times. <laughs> nah, I don't think, I, like it's it's all it's all leading to something. It's whether it's a positive or negative thing, we don't mm-hmm. know yet, right? But mm-hmm. um, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't like I don't like thinking about it too far ahead. Anyways, right? Yeah. I just like I see what it is. I, I I'm in, I'm always of course i'm a nerd like when it comes to technology stuff so i'm more interested in this kind of stuff right like i when you understand how it works mm-hmm. uh when you have like a background in technology and stuff you kind of understand how this works and you, my first thing when i see this is like okay how did they make that work how did they do that that kind of that's what i'm mm-hmm. thinking but people who don't have any background in it i don't know what you guys are thinking when you see that right so when i hear all these like negative reactions to it i'm like oh, okay that's how you took it okay i see how you, you can take it that way it's I just mean, don't get me wrong. I can I can appreciate technology, yeah, because I use it on a daily basis. I can yeah. appreciate it, but if it's um like this whole virtual reality world, like like I said, at the end of the day, like I like the togetherness. If it's mm-hmm. gonna continue to push this individualistic ideologies, yeah, it ain't for me. Like I don't mind mm-hmm. doing it like once a week. You know, like you you get to do this virtual mm-hmm. like. You know, everyone has it casually at home. Yeah. But if it's going to replace hanging out with your friends and family mm-hmm. and you're just like, oh, let's just do it on VR. Mm. I'd be like, are you dumb? I want to see you in person, not on a freaking headset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you better not try that with me. Okay. I'm the introvert here, you know. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, but what I was leading to after the whole facebook metaverse thing and also the reason they changed their name is like you, everyone knows it's, it's it's really apparent that the reason they changed their name from facebook to meta is because they want to kind of distance themselves from all the negative press that mm-hmm. facebook has been getting so now they can actually say oh no okay that part of our company or that project or that um product we have we're working on it blah blah, blah that kind of thing but we're working on other stuff here you know we're not mm-hmm. focusing on that um but that's also the other part of why they probably changed their name right um but what i was leading to is so this one's kind of controversial but so because everything is moving online i feel like the religion so i'm gonna go a little bit more islamic here guys you know for <laughs> but <laughs> We're about uh to discuss some muslimanity yeah, here. yeah. <laughs> okay listen up all my muslims here you know <laughs> but i feel like how do you think the internet is going to change religion if that makes sense so like mm. Okay, what I'm trying to get to is, so now on the internet, anyone can be a sheikh, if that makes sense. A quote-unquote sheikh. And the reason, and what spurred this thought is because I was on TikTok. Mm -hmm. And of course, like, you know, TikTok finds out who you are. So, of course, serves me a lot of, like, Muslim content. (laughs) Right? Exactly. Do you get that one guy with the beard? And he always does lives with that other white lady who, like, oh my god, you get her too. Yeah, I get get everyone. I get them all the time. And I'm like, who are you? But the, I guess the negative side of that is that now, like, before you could kind of have, like, you'd have uh, a few teachers and, like, you you can trust, if you know them in person, you kind of can trust 
their background and all that stuff. But there was like cons- some controversy recently where uh, there was someone um, who claimed to be a sheikh, and maybe he is a sheikh because you can still be a sheikh but have this stuff happen to you. He it was exposed that he had like a criminal background in something that like in like sexual assault or something like that. Who? Yeah. Huh? Who? No, I, I can't remember the name right now, but uh, that's what came out, right? Was it um? I don't know the names. Was it Newman? Newman? I, I don't know the names. I really was he don't. A brown guy? No, he's he was black, I think. Yeah. He was. Oh, oh, and someone posted it on Instagram, right? Like the story time or whatever. I don't remember seeing that. Oh, okay, because I yeah. did see something about. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 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 I th- that that mm-hmm. type of. In, like storyline yeah comes out so often but sorry go ahead yeah but it also makes you think like i'm not saying that what he was saying was wrong he, it, it probably uh i'm not gonna go into like what he was teaching mm. but it also makes you think like okay like who can you really trust on this site like because the internet serves you anyone right so anyone can come through here go on like i don't know muslim.com <laughs> search up a few things start making tiktoks about them next thing you know they have hundreds of thousands of followers and there's no one who's kind of uh cooperating what is it cooperating or like um vouching for what they're serving to you on the internet and then they can just come out with something like a left field and just start spewing some stuff that really doesn't fall in line with anything that any deviation of the muslim community would agree with um well i think that um the like the teachings, the the religious mm-hmm. texts, the rules of Islam. Um, there have been people who have perverted the religion way before technology yeah. even came into existence. Yeah. You know, um, but I think that technology helps it become more widespread and accessible. Exactly. Um, that being said, I think you're right. It, it's very possible for literally anyone who may not even be a Muslim study mm-hmm. the rules of the religion and mm-hmm. then kind of like preach it however they want. Right. Yeah. Um, and they prey on those who are ignorant and who don't actually know mm-hmm. the rules, who can't, um, who can't uh, differentiate between right and wrong in the religion. Mm-hmm. That being said, anyone who's Muslim and who uh, is like actively learning knows that you can't just learn from anywhere. You can't just wait. The the thing you send there is that every Muslim knows, but there are a lot of people no, no, nowadays no. I, who don't. I said every Muslim who's learning. Oh, okay, who's okay, yeah, yeah, learning. yeah. Those who aren't learning, may Allah help you. May Allah help all of us, actually, mm-hmm. okay? Because yeah. I am not a sheikh. Amir's not a sheikh. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, um, if you're someone who's actively seeking knowledge and you know the important, like, if if you actually put your religion in a high regard and you're taking care of your deen, mm-hmm. you don't just go and search it from anywhere. Mm-hmm. Just like how you're not going to use Wikipedia on your university paper, you're not going to use Wikipedia to look up rules of your religion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Um, so if you're, if you're someone who, you know, if you're listening to this and you're trying to actively learn, don't just go and learn from the first person you find on Google. Mm-hmm you got to validate your sources. you mm-hmm. got to make sure that what you're learning checks out and is actually correct because mm-hmm. anyone can be a good speaker. Anyone can make th- what they're, make their words sound polite or pleasant to listen to, but mm-hmm. what they're saying might not be correct. Yeah, right? but the thing is, we know that because we grew up in communities where we were taught the religion from when we were children and like we had people in, in person who were teaching us these things. Yeah. But with the way the next generation and some yeah the next generation the next generation is growing up almost everything they do is online because yeah sometimes like their parents are so busy that they can't take them to 
the Islamic school. So they don't know anything about the religion until they start going online. Mm. And they're like, oh, yeah, I know my Muslim, my parents mentioned that I'm Muslim. I should probably like search this stuff up. And then they go on TikTok <laughs> and they search up like hashtag Muslim and they just start watching all the videos and stuff. So it's like the reason I think my initial question is like, how do you think it will change religion? It's like a lot of people, I think we have that, like I mentioned, we have that um, background knowledge or like the, the, the we know how to differentiate between the right and wrong. But these people who are going straight to the Internet yeah and starting to learn it's like how do you reach those people right how do you get to them and like in 20 years from now how different i was thinking about like how different will things be because a lot of the people who are learning now are learning straight from the internet straight from tiktok because that's where the kids are yeah and i think that you know we we can focus on the negatives and say oh like they're perverting their religion but there's also people who use it for for Mm -hmm. good and the ones that actually are teaching in the right way um, there's actually someone who I follow on TikTok mm-hmm. and I love his videos. Yeah. Like he he's so um <laughs> he's a, a great example, mashallah. Mm-hmm. Like someone who speaks well and he's very like mm-hmm. you know, t- you know how TikTok is. It's like a minute, three minutes at, at most. Yeah. And he really gets your attention. He gets he's straight to the point. Mm-hmm. He's very, very nice, mm-hmm. like and like you like to listen to what he has to say. Yeah. And he's not just someone who's like dull and like, hey guys, you know, like yeah. he has a smile on his face. It's like nice to watch. Mm-hmm um so you know we'll we'll put him here mm-hmm. i don't know if you watch brother muhammad i'll have to search it up maybe but yeah, yeah i'm like, really bad with names so i, I i'm like, sure if yeah. i show you like oh him. let me let me <laughs> like find so him i now. find out i'm following him or something <laughs> you probably i'm, I'm like 90 mm-hmm. percent sure you yeah you know who he is this guy so i guess actually no i've never seen him really yeah oh maybe once i'm not sure oh yeah okay. but but i guess w- He's maybe like really big on tiktok Oh, I don't, maybe I have seen them. You okay. probably have. But I guess I guess maybe the internet will kind of like work its way, work itself out. Like it'll work, it'll weed out the I guess he called bad seed, quote unquote bad seeds. Like the guy who I mentioned earlier, who mm. was kind of he had a background. And it does it does it matter what someone whether they're say, teaching the thing right thing, but if their background, if like they have a really in in something in like okay if you have a criminal background that's one thing but to have a criminal background is something like sexual assault or like when it involves children at that point it's like okay here's here's mm-hmm. the thing okay yeah i'm getting real controversial here you are yeah but here's you the sweat. thing <laughs> you already sweated <laughs> I'm, that's a light okay that's like it's and i'm looking I'm, at you like you okay i'm too scared to put my arms up because i know it's gonna be like sweat under there is there sweat no not yet you're good okay good you're good, you're good okay so i think you know if someone has made mistakes in the past no matter how bad even if they killed mm-hmm. someone they've murdered someone yeah. and they've repented mm-hmm. we have no right to judge them mm-hmm. we literally have no right it's yeah. as if if they repent it's as if they don't they haven't committed that sin mm-hmm like the way that i see it god is the most merciful so and this kind of goes back to cancel culture when it comes to religion though Mm -hmm. and you're a public figure and you're a teacher um, i think you have to be mindful of your reputation yeah so if you're teaching the correct thing but on the side you're doing some shady business Mm -hmm. just know that even if you're teaching the correct thing what you're saying might not be like it's not that what you're teaching is incorrect but no one's going to take your word for it you're Mm -hmm. not going to be a credible source anymore because your actions don't match up with your words Mm mm-hmm if it's something that you've done in the past, you've repented and now you're a whole new person, mm-hmm. then do you. Yeah. Like I think I think maybe where the problem was is that the person tried to hide it. So Of course he's gonna try, try to hide yeah, it. When you try, but when you try to hide something and you're not upfront with it, 
in any but Amir, imagine imagine you're learning from a sheikh and he goes assalamu alaikum everyone so here's my brief history i once upon a time used to do this this i was arrested for this and then i did that and then i went to jail for six years it came out and now i'm i would trust i would trust that sheikh more than anyone who tried to hide their past but here's the thing if you've repented why are you bringing up your past no no if you repent like that's different if you have a criminal past criminal past means you committed a sin you must have committed okay a yeah sin. but like if it's something if it's something that someone can search up and use against you in the future i feel yeah. like your your students should be aware of it so that if that person does bring it up to you or someone else you'd be like i'm aware of that and i still choose to learn from him but that's not fair like that means you're saying that one mistake that someone did 10 years ago is going to yeah. follow them for the rest of their lives no because it could be learning opportunity it could be like, okay, I did these things in my past mm. and look at where I am now. So you can, if, if you, you probably have a better start than me. So I don't know, you take it as a lesson or something, but. I mean, I guess, but I don't know if I, I completely agree with having to okay, give put that it, disclaimer. Okay, put it in the comments there. Put yeah, it, like what do you guys think? Yeah. Like, do you, if you've made a mistake and you're maybe a religious teacher, do you have to give your students a disclaimer? Like, hey, this is my past. This is what I've done. Especially if that's not you anymore. Like if mm-hmm. you don't. If you don't engage in those acts, like why do you have to tell? Why do you have to explain yourself? Mm-hmm. If people find it and they judge you based off of what you did ten years ago, then mm-hmm. that speaks a lot about them. Like, are you perfect? But how? Okay, how about if they try and actively hide it? Like, if you if you even Listen, ask them about that, they're like, no, 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 I never did that. Blah blah blah, that kind of thing. Oh, if okay, if they did not, if they start <sighs> denying it, why are you putting me in the hot seat? Okay, I'm just saying, how do you feel about it? I feel like no. I already gave oh. my opinion. I want. I want to know if someone had a past. Like, like if I were to ask, like maybe they don't have to say it outright. But if I asked about <laughs> it, like, yeah, sure. Let's yeah, just be honest. Like, yeah. Did you just, on the on the ones, did you do this? No, if it's <laughs> if, okay, I'm talking about something that's like public. Like record. you could find it on. Yeah, like you can find it. I mean, if you find it, you find. Okay, look. Okay, yeah. let's just say you found your chef's mm-hmm. police report. Yeah, and you're reading it, and you're like oh my god mm-hmm. i have to ask him yeah first of all you would be way too shy to ask your sheikh did you <laughs> yeah i guess so. but if you if you asked mm-hmm. like you say you're close you have a close relationship and you ask mm-hmm. and the sheikh trusts you and says you know what mm-hmm. yeah i did i i made this mistake mm-hmm. and i repented i i you know may allah forgive me and mm-hmm. i've moved forward so please don't bring it up mm-hmm. don't talk about it don't spread this information mm-hmm. that's fine but if it's like you're in a conference and then someone and then the sheikh goes anyone any questions and someone goes yeah sheikh uh <laughs> okay no 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 you can't you can't call it out like that yeah that's what i'm saying like that's why i'm like why do you why do people feel the need to expose mm-hmm. people love exposing like yeah. other people in power i don't know well, why that, but that's why i feel like you kind of gotta have you have to get ahead of it like before anyone don't... can use it against you Make it something that you are you you've you you can but that's use that as like become an example. Your brand. It's gonna it's gonna be like oh the the ex convict who became sheikh. There, how many videos have you seen of that ex con sheikh or something <laughs> like that? People capitalize on that kind of stuff these days. Okay, this is my final opinion. Yeah, if your actions in the mm-hmm. past affect your teachings in the future, mm-hmm. then fine, give a disclaimer. Mm-hmm. But if it's like you jacked a car one day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you were yeah put in jail for that yeah do you need to give that disclaimer oh mm-hmm. yeah i jacked a car once okay you know or i killed a man yeah okay, that's a, that's pretty extreme but mm-hmm. like say you murdered someone and it was like self-defense you yeah. murdered someone you got put in jail for 15 years mm-hmm. maybe i don't know what the rules are and then yeah. you come out of jail and you're good now mm-hmm. like your your head screwed on straight mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Do you have to give that disclaimer? No, I guess so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I guess it's, it's subjective. Yeah. I guess. Of course, Malcolm X did it. <laughs> <laughs> here's the thing: if it's like, mm-hmm. uh, essay assault to children, yeah. you you were involved with children. Yeah. Maybe you shouldn't be teaching children. Maybe like think you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like maybe when you're preaching and you're teaching, mm-hmm. you're teaching adults, not children. That way, people won't feel uncomfortable if they uncover mm-hmm. these things. Yeah. But are there like okay? Let's go. Do you want to go deeper? All right, fine. Go. Are there like unforgivable acts? Like when it comes to public relations. Because it involves children, I'm like, yo. Listen, Allah is the most merciful. Okay. okay. <laughs> no, I'm going to get you, away from this. If, no. you, if you repent, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, his mercy knows no ba- mm-hmm. no limits. So, mm-hmm. Okay, I, I, we found something that we disagree on then, I guess. So I'll just say it, man. I'll just say it, you know. If you're, if you're speaking on mm-hmm. public relations, we've already spoken about cancel mm-hmm. culture. Sometimes you could do the smallest thing and you're canceled for life. Yeah. Okay, well, to get back to the original question, if you are listening to this and you've only gotten your uh, religious knowledge from like someone online, you just Google it on Wikipedia or whatever, make sure, you know, ask someone that you trust, yeah, that you you know is knowledgeable, that's yeah. close to you, ask them to maybe teach you or at least, you know, guide you when it comes to these kind of things because the internet, it's, you don't know who's behind that keyboard, you know, you don't know who's posting, they can, someone can really put some misleading information up there. Uh, so just make sure you vet your information and get some trustful sources. And like, just like a, a side note, because, mm-hmm. you know, I find that especially in the Muslim social media community, mm-hmm. um, when when we have these role models that we that people post online, whether it's hijabis or mm-hmm. the guys, like they have men that they look up to, sheikhs, teachers, whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. Just remember, at the end of the day, everybody is human being, uh, is a human being uh people make mistakes you shouldn't idolize them in any way like don't when you see your favorite content creator posting things and you're like wow mashallah they're amazing Mm. don't forget that they're they have struggles too Mm -hmm. and um don't put them on a pedestal because once they're put on a pedestal and then a mistake that that they've that they've made uh becomes uncovered Mm -hmm. Notice how you you shift your perception of them. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, I can't believe they, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, look at all the hijabi bloggers that took off their hijabs. Mm-hmm. And everyone, like, how many people canceled them? Mm-hmm. Or are no longer supporters of them because they took off their hijab. Mm-hmm. And, and the people that did follow them were like, oh, I followed you because of your hijab and you took it off and you, you're a sellout now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to really, like... Yeah, because also in the other ways that it can also make you blind to uh, bad things that person has done, like um, mm. like with whole cancel culture and everything. Sometimes it's justified with, yeah. with some people who are being yeah. canceled, but a lot of their fans will stick with them and be like, "No, nah, they what what they did wasn't wrong, even though it was clearly wrong. They'll say they they didn't do it wrong, or they try to make an excuse for them when it was clear what." I'm just trying to use a general example here, like they clearly did something wrong. But people will still come to the defense because they idolize them and put them up as such a high pedestal that they they can't do no wrong. They can't wit- see that they d- do any wrong. That's true too. Mm-hmm. And they hide behind the "only God can judge me" phrase. Yeah. Which okay, you know how I was saying that like two minutes ago. If mm-hmm. we rewind this, and I was saying <laughs> that. But but you gotta be very careful with how you use that phrase because mm-hmm. if you are a public figure and mm-hmm. you are representing islam with your whatever your content is mm-hmm. be very careful because if you have an influence 
and you are deviating people from the religion mm-hmm. you so deserve to be like, canceled i feel like you agree with me then you know mm. i'll just say you look at like, like how about if you how about if like if someone tries to use something against you in your past but you were hiding it this whole time i'm just saying but if it's already out mean? there no 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 there's a difference though mm-hmm. imagine if there is a quote-unquote sheikh mm-hmm. okay and he is teaching religion to people on tiktok Mm -hmm. and he's telling everyone something like something that's explicitly wrong in the religion Mm -hmm. he deserves to be canceled Mm -hmm. whereas if you have someone else who's also teaching religion on tiktok Mm -hmm. he's he's teaching it the right way and he's being a great example and a great role model to people children whoever's watching him but Mm -hmm. he made a mistake once upon a time 15 years ago Mm -hmm. And because of the way that the internet works, everything is accessible. So someone found his police report or Mm -hmm. they found an old Facebook post or Twitter tweet or whatever. Yeah. And now he's about to get canceled. Like, that's why I'm like, really? Well, yeah, because you know the difference between right and wrong. You know what justice is. But the internet... No, but even if I didn't know, even if Mm -hmm. I was an ignorant person and I'm looking at both situations, Mm -hmm. let's say I'm learning from both people and then I I find out this guy has a scandal because they found his his... scandal from like a long time ago and then this one is having a scandal in the moment Mm -hmm. and he's not he's not backing down from it like he's just like pushing Mm -hmm. his agenda like i'm right i don't care i I do no wrong yeah obviously this one deserves to be canceled yeah and you're saying the other one doesn't deserve to be canceled right yeah yeah but the internet doesn't care they'll cancel anyone for anything the the internet is not just it does not know true justice so Mm. they will cancel people that's why we always do that's why we don't like uh, cancel culture because it's not justified a lot of the times sometimes it is but a lot of times it isn't so that's why i feel like these days with the with any information you're putting on the internet if you're putting yourself out there Mm. you got to make sure you put your whole self out there i'm not saying it's right i'm not saying that they should have to do that yeah but if you want to uh um teach at least publicly publicly online or anything because these days if you're going to be teaching the religion you almost have no choice but to go online so you have to be transparent you have to be transparent it's not it's not i'm not saying that i want them to expose themselves but if they want to be here long term it's Mm going to come out eventually you might as well get ahead of it because the internet will eat you alive now you're on my side <laughs> whatever okay next point what, what's the next topic we both cross our arms we're like we're sticking with our points <laughs> and i'm sitting here like no yeah mm-hmm. i okay i do i see your point yeah i do mm-hmm. i'm not gonna disagree with you on that yeah but i don't think it's right i don't think it's right either but you know unfortunately that's how the things go these days a lot there are a lot of things that are going on these days that aren't right like this whole that's- travis scott thing that's a great segue. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Which we shouldn't be laughing. It's actually very... Oh, yeah. Um, it was very tragic. It's a very tragic, very tragic. Um, mm-hmm. like incident. And whoever doesn't know about it... Mm-hmm. For once, I actually know something. Like, I know about a recent... A like, recent event? Yeah. But you, you know why? So, we you came to me with it. My voice is... Okay. You came to me with it. Mm. But I was already thinking about it because it really related to that whole thing I was mentioning uh with the lack of empathy these days mm. and you see how it relates like you it, can see how i can think that does it and that's exactly what people were saying mm-hmm. is um so for those of you who don't know while takes a tea break 
With my big ass bowl. With my, with, what do you call this again? A bowl. Uh, a mug. It's basically a bowl. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Travis Scott was uh, one of the artists that was performing at a music festival. No, no, it's his music festival. Oh, okay, my bad. It was in, oh yeah, Astro World. Right. Okay, so he was performing at his music festival and there was a whole bunch of people, like uh, thousands. Hundreds. Thousands. Was it hundreds? I feel, okay, maybe like tens, tens. of thousands. Yeah. yeah. And uh, while he was uh, doing his set, um, people were literally dying mid-concert mm-hmm. and other concert goers were trying to get his attention and like security's attention to stop the show to get the ambulance mm-hmm. through to save these people's lives but no one was doing anything they're just like oh it's fine like everyone was so desensitized like people were imagine you're like vibing out to travis scott and the person next to you is on the floor dying they're being trampled literally and and i saw so many like video footages of this and i was like Mm-hmm. you and remember we were talking about this like people someone's dying in the mm-hmm. record like i there was a video of like uh some dude who was passed out and there was a medic there who was giving him cpr mm-hmm. i think he was already like done by that point but oh they were trying to God. revive him and like the video pans to showing like travis scott on stage and pans to the boy on the floor and then pans back and you see a girl like throwing up the rock hand signs <gasps> like sticking her tongue at the camera and it's like there's literally someone dying next to you and this is happening and there are a lot of cases like that where because uh if you don't know travis scott has very he's very um uh high energy kind of music mm. like rock he's basically a rock star but he does rap music it's very rock star heavy uh, vibes like he mosh pitting and like pushing each other and everything to the point where uh they reached capacity for this event but him he himself was like yo you guys know what to do if you know even though we're at capacity you know just make if you can get there you can get there right so people literally like broke down fences and started like piling into this place oh to the point God. where there was a 14 year old boy who was trampled in there and died because people were like they literally they'll they'll climb over the fence you know that movie i zombie or not i zombie i robot there was that zombie movie with brad pitt uh world war z okay well essentially there's a scene in world war z where a bunch of zombies are like climbing a wall and then they like it reaches like a a breaking point where like the wall comes down or they get over the wall and you start climbing each other to get Uh. over the wall and that's essentially what it looked like people were climbing over each other stepping on each other just doing whatever they could to get through and like i don't know i think this was just like the climax of showing like how people just do not care about anyone else as long as they get the experience and be able to put it up somewhere individualistic society mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it all no, it only matters if if you're having fun and you're enjoying yourself exactly. but if someone's dying next to you that's not your business right yeah mm. and and that's not good to go back to cancer culture with all of this happening like kids were dying people, apparently some people overdosed there blah, blah blah all that stuff going on um they said that travis scott only stopped the concert maybe a couple times as it was uh, i saw there so people came like uh, mm-hmm. some two guys came on the stage to tell him yeah. something he stopped it for a second and then he just like brushed it off and continued the show yeah like he stopped it a couple times he's like okay i see that person passed out there moved them out that kind of thing um but and then uh he continued the show and stopped it one more time but people were trying to cancel him because they're like all this stuff was happening you knew that you were over capacity you saw all of this craziness going on and mosh pitting people being trampled uh, or like they, they assume that he saw this happening and um, they're trying to cancel him because they're like, oh, you're responsible for all of this happening. And he is responsible to a degree. Um, but people have to remember that when you're on stage in any event, in any capacity, like you 
almost you you don't exactly know what's going on in the crowd at some point it just looks like a wave no i know but i'm sure like there were there was an ambulance in the crowd i'm mm-hmm. sure he, when you see red and blue lights aren't you gonna be like yo why is there an ambulance but when at to, to a certain point it's so chaotic i feel like you don't even realize what's going on you're kind of just on such a high you have all adrenaline running through you that you have you have no semblance of yourself anymore you almost almost have like a uh out of body experience at that point where you don't even realize what's going on you just keep going with it because you're just on such a high and but you know what it i guess that's that's the argument you can make for him but i guess against him there's a lot more against him than there really is for him i saw some arguments for him saying Mm -hmm. like there's no way he would have known what was happening it's Mm -hmm. really not his fault it's more so the concert organizers Mm -hmm. like the security team whatever yeah because it was severely understaffed um and like they didn't have enough medics at all security was not doing enough well like there wasn't enough security to be able to hold everybody back to the point where they just let everything kind of go um they weren't doing like bag checks like i saw this one girl that was saying like normally when you when you go to these types of festivals like it's Mm -hmm. known people take drugs and alcohol Mm -hmm. and whatever but they didn't check everyone's like usually when you go to a concert they check Mm -hmm. if you have weapons and all that kind of stuff like you you can't bring those in i don't think anyone got shot but like i think they just died at first they're saying that i think initially they were saying that there was someone going around sticking people with needles and that's why oh, the people yeah, were dying. Yeah, yeah. I saw that but too. it wasn't it wasn't that. I think it was just mostly people being trampled and suffocating. Like people were literally having like cardiac arrest in the crowd. Because if you think about it, you're being pushed, you're being squeezed between thousands of people. There's a wave of people coming on one way, wave of people coming the other way, just pushing up against each other. And you you're if you're like uh uh eighteen year old girl, hundred and ten pounds, and like you're not you don't work out, you're not strong in any sense. The moment you go down in that wave, you're done. Imagine and that's what was happening. <laughs> you're dying, and the last thing you hear is Travis Scott screaming. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's so that's so crazy. I I can't. Mm-hmm. But the overall point there, at least from our end, because I don't know, a lot of our audience probably doesn't even know who this guy is, is that like, with all this going on, people saw this going on. They didn't care. They didn't care to stop it. Back and in the day, some people did. Some people did. But back in the day, there's a guy who they interviewed um he was like a big dude he's like okay i'm a big guy i knew i could help these people but he's like normally back in the day like let's say there's a mosh pit going on if someone gets knocked out everyone stops immediately Mm. they make a space they get that person out of there they make a trail open up everything but these days it's gone to a point where people do not care they're not paying attention to their surroundings if someone goes down they go down this them they don't care what's going on with them and that's essentially what i'm getting to back in the day there people would care for each other they would think of they the fans would think of themselves more as a community Mm -hmm. but now they all think of themselves as an individual like before when you were a fan of something you thought you were part of a community right yeah but these days if you're a fan of something like they still don't care about each other as much as we as people used to that is wow wow yeah so um It's, unf- it's unfortunate what happened i think they said like the death toll right now is like 14 or 15 people something like that yeah he also like put out a statement on his instagram and so did kylie like yeah i don't know was she i don't know she thinks she was on the floor or something i, I think know. she just kind of did it to cover her base because yeah. if she didn't then she'd still like damned if you do damned if yeah, you don't yeah. type of situation um and even though she did make a statement people were st- like they still weren't satisfied you know i th- i think <laughs> When I was reading some of the comments on TikTok, a lot of people were saying, like, smells like a lawsuit to me, but mm-hmm. a lawsuit won't get back the lives of these people who died, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. 
A lot maybe, of young lives too. Yeah, mm-hmm. like maybe the lawsuit will make a dent in their pocket mm-hmm. in the in Travis and whoever else is getting sued. Yeah. If they do end up getting sued. But I mean, at the end of the day, it all comes down to just being responsible. I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe <laughs> someone said maybe he should stick to his um was it Fortnite concerts or whatever he used to do concerts on? Oh so, yeah, he used to, he did a con- concert on <laughs> Fortnite, and I think he did one on like Roblox too or something like that. Oh, I don't even. You know don't even that. know what Roblox is? <laughs> 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 it's like it's like Fortnite, but for like younger kids. Like oh, Fortnite was for young kids, that's but what I thought. Roblox was for even younger kids. Like to the point that characters look like Lego blocks. Why is that even a thing? Huh? Because it, it was for younger kids. You had to make it safer. But now, like because of mods what's mods mods are like uh when people like modify the game oh yeah to make like different um um rooms or not rooms but like different games out of it yeah like now you, you, they made like shooters out of it which completely defeats the whole purpose of it being oh. a children's game but you know we'll get into that another time hold up travis scott performed for kids <laughs> yeah for kids well yeah exactly because that's a lot of his audience too right it's like kids? younger white kids yeah mm-hmm <laughs> <laughs> when I say kids, I'm talking like like teens. Oh, okay. I'm early thinking like teens, little kids. Some little kids too, but they're I don't think they're really into it yet. But uh, okay. you know, yeah. Well, well these days you, you don't know. There are kids who are into everything. That's, um, That's really sad, though. Like, yeah. it's very unfortunate that happened, and mm-hmm. you know, I'm gonna be watching TikTok to see how he deals with that. But mm-hmm. aside from his little, I feel like this will statement. be like a break, not a breakthrough case, but it'll be like a, it'll be used as an example for mm-hmm. a lot of cases coming forward a lot of events coming forward on exactly how they uh control crowds you know okay so i saw some interesting theories about this This is like totally Mm sidetracking but like it was very interesting so some people were saying like oh um travis scott has like really demonic like photos for if you look at his um his album art and stuff like that yeah and they're like sizza performed right before him Mm -hmm. and her set was so peaceful everyone was so calm no everyone was relaxed and they're like Mm -hmm. yeah it's because she burned sage during her concert (laughs) (laughs) and then they're like and then something told her that she wasn't feeling well Mm -hmm. and so she left so she was being protected from all this Mm -hmm. madness did she perform before him? I guess yeah, so. Yeah, because right it's it's a festival yeah that makes sense and then no but he he's his whole uh, yes, um, his persona, his whole maybe? persona and his whole gimmick, or not gimmick, but his whole persona essentially is like rock star, like mm. uh, heavy metal, not heavy metal, really? but like heavy metal lifestyle where you're like rioting, mosh pits, oh. just like going crazy kind of lifestyle, right? So uh, it makes sense that that happened, and they should have been more prepared for it to happen, especially from what happened in previous years. Previous years, it just it just escalated every year, so they should have known this was gonna happen, but you know they didn't and hopefully someone's held liable for it mm-hmm. starts with a t yeah. and ends with a t what the <laughs> <laughs> you know travis scott oh yeah <laughs> with t. we're gonna end it on that <laughs> <laughs> okay guys uh you want to you want to throw this out or finish it up no no we're already at like an hour and 10 minutes <laughs> what oh yeah that would we'll save that we'll save that argument for next week okay <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Fine. um so we just want to say we have now broken the 400 subscribers oh, yeah okay look at this um thank you guys so much for the mm-hmm. support i think you know <laughs> aisha being on our episode last week a lot of her fans mm-hmm. kind of it was like a crossover you know yeah. a lot of you guys uh, came in so hi nice to meet you guys mm-hmm. i am sarah this is amir this is the cousin connection podcast and thank you so much for listening um oh next week is our 30th episode mm-hmm. and 
um, because we have a lot of new listeners and viewers, oh, yeah, we, <laughs> <laughs> we actually want to do a Q&A so you guys can mm-hmm. get to know us um, better than you already do. Mm-hmm. Um, so any question you have ever wanted to ask us, leave it in the comment section of our YouTube video or you can send us a DM. I'm sure we'll post something on Instagram, like a little question box where you can mm-hmm. send us questions um, the morning of next Sunday yeah. when we record. Um, but in the meantime, if you're watching this on YouTube, leave us a question below and mm-hmm. we will get to it. Um, but until then, follow us, uh, follow me on Instagram at Amir was taken and follow me, um, Ali Sara two underscores. And you can follow us at yep. cousin connection pod. Um, don't forget to, yeah, on Instagram and then everywhere else pretty much yeah you can search up the search same up thing. cousin connection podcast on youtube of course oh, we're watching this on youtube so you know yeah, exactly. or maybe you're listening to this if you listen to this search up cousin yeah. connection pod like if, if you're you listening to this, make sure you subscribe even if you're not gonna watch it just subscribe okay yeah. just subscribe do it follow us on um uh all the podcast stations mm-hmm. if you have spotify apple google yeah. Castbox, whatever you have yeah. follow us to hear more um episodes and um uh, anything else no nah. okay I'm tiktok tired. Follow us on TikTok. Yo, that tea actually gave me a lot of energy. Man. Yeah, me too. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm buzzing. <laughs> Talked for a whole one hour and 12 minutes, man. I know. Time. Like, I can still go. <laughs> me too, honestly. <laughs> we're not, we're not. I don't think my camera has enough battery. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. Okay, on guys. On that note, see y'all next week. Bye. Bye. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs>